1: Yeah, it is a Masters Friday. Kepka still has a pretty comfortable lead. He is at 12 under par. He's done for the day. Sam Bennett, the amateur. Let me get that right, M. He is Needed. in second place at eight under par. He's also done with his day. Rom at seven, Morikawa at six, Hovland at six, Jason Day, Burns, and Spieth. Lowry and Young all at five. And it's very Tiger is one over on the day, three over for the tournament slee. Cross your fingers. Come on, and Tiger. It's hot. Or he uh, just he's get to get to the weekend. There. That's all we're asking for. Yeah. yeah, just it would be nice. He's only missed the cut once as an amateur in this tournament. Wow, been playing it a long amateur. time. And, amateur? Why did come I on, Travis? Right? No, Why am I, I telling I you how to say all this? Amateur all the time. Yeah, but she's she's in the context of this weird tournament. It's amateur. The same reason that, that sounds very if golf you call them masters. fans, mm-hmm. you get fired from TV. Mm-hmm. You have to say patrons. You do not say the front nine and the back nine at Augusta National. If you do, fired. You say first nine and second nine, or else you It'd get so shown screwed. the door. It's a lot. There's a lot of things. Gary McCord, who's one of the great uh, golf analysts, yeah. you know, kind of character, handlebar mustache, kind mm-hmm. of a, kind of a screwball, but funny. Um, he said one that the greens are really fast and the balls really. Oh, the greens have been bikini waxed. Fired. Never let back in. <laughs> 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 Shit, it's aggressive they they got they got their thing that is a dictator dictatorship when martha burke was um advocating for female membership at augusta national mm-hmm. many many years ago and like we're gonna you need to admit women this is un, it's unjust and and this that and the other thing they and we're gonna boycott your sponsors you know and they said you know what how about we just don't have any sponsors and we'll just put it on tv nonstop, and we'll just pay for it ourselves for three years how do you like that and that's exactly what they did oh
2: my gosh.
1: It's like, you don't bully these guys. They bully you. That's how they roll. Pretty nice golf tournament. Weird. Really weird. But pretty cool. A little backwards. They set their own rules. They set their own rules. When when you own all the banks, and you own all the companies, and you own all the medias, and you can kind of do whatever you
2: want. Kind of do whatever you want.
1: And that's what they do. It's pretty. Power. It's weird. Power. But It's
3: pretty. It's something too, like so UVA, uh, where I went to school, they have a weird thing of like you say uh, first year, second year, third year, fourth year. You don't say freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. Do they you, kick you out
1: if you out. get it wrong?
3: It, it, you get looked at sideways. Three years
2: in,
1: lost all their credits.
3: Yeah, you say uh, it's
1: gone. <laughs> Getting ready for my senior year. Not anymore. You're not
3: right. If you say it on on like the broadcast, like the radio broadcast, they say first year, second year, third year, really? fourth year. Yep, and then uh, they say grounds instead of campus so you know off grounds on grounds camping yeah it's uh they have to do that at state yeah san
2: diego no you were good learn how to
1: tap a keg there too (laughs) Yeah, i I learned that
3: as well well. just in addition to off grounds (laughs) on grounds housing
1: you guys probably had like nice beer we had natural light we
3: had we had keystone we had natty light
2: we had boxed wine and we're like this this is this is unbelievable
3: a party called Tour de Franzio where we <laughs> essentially did uh, yeah. all the box wine.
2: No, oh, oh, no, it was it was flowing. No, I, I, yeah, believe it was you, flowing.
1: Slap the back, it's fun it, stuff. It's like the uh, what's that strawberry one? Was that stuff they gave them the bottle? Bellini. Like, no, uh, Boone's Farm. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, no thanks. Make <laughs> <laughs> you <can> go blind. <laughs> <laughs> it's aggressive. Walked in
2: with Goldschlager into a place, and they're like, hey, let that, him in. Not great, in. but that's
1: like showing up with a bottle of Dom Perignon. I, I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with you, but at least that, that comes in a glass bottle at least. Yeah. It's not the plastic bottle on the pop off. shelf. Pop-off. Pretty crazy. Pop-off
2: was another one of the plastic. Uh, that plastic bottle. Yeah.
1: Goldschlager comes in glass, Lee. But How there you besmirch Pop-off,
2: what we would try to sell to everybody there is like, listen, if by mistake we drop the bottle, it's not breaking Tell me how any of these other corporations the bottle, if are doing it, in it.
1: Glass, you would have wasted like two bucks. Come on, because <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's about what it what it cost along the way. All right, April seventh is the day that baseball movies come out. Okay, there are four different baseball movies that have come out. Three of them really truly great baseball movies. One of them just kind of a goofy comedy that kind of sort of surrounds baseball. We're going to go in order of release date. The Bad News Bears came out on this day in 1976. Mm. Now, that movie is somewhat problematic in light of, of yeah. modern sensibilities. Yeah. Right? That there are some jokes in there and some content that might make you go- If you're coming out with something in the <laughs> 70s,
2: there's probably going to be-
1: There, there's this. I watched it the other night with Michael. He had never yeah. seen it. He's like, can we watch it? I'm like, yeah. I said, there's going to be some stuff that makes you like look at me like, really? Just be prepared. And the obvious scenes that you would expect that, he did. There's a scene where Buttermaker is so wasted that he passes out on the mound in the middle of Little League practice. Where he literally just collapses and the kids start throwing beer cans at him. Like that is like, wow. That's that's a message. Great movie. You could
2: though. have you could have done that a couple years ago. <laughs> Three years ago, you could have got away with it. I don't know. No, I don't you
1: know. It's have, a great, have. great movie. Yeah. Uh so Bad News Bears 1976. The yep. next one um 1989 mm-hmm. major League which still kind of holds up it does hold up it, it's it's very funny Charlie Sheen is great in it Tom yep. is really really good in it um it it's for as far as baseball like it's a good movie it's got some funny lines it's a great baseball movie like the baseball scenes in it are really really good
2: mm. um who was it I think it was okay in the movie it's Harry Doyle right yeah okay Bobby so Hooker. exactly and he does doesn't he do the Brewer he did the Brewers for – still might. He might still do the yeah. Brewers. But there was a great – like uh, the things that they take from the movie that everywhere he goes, it didn't matter, every Brewers game that he, that he did, it just still to this day was as – I think it was actually on Major League, on MLB Network. They did some kind of whatever, 15, 20-minute yeah. documentary on him. Uh, but anyways, it brings up so many of the quotes, the famous quotes from Major League. Johnny
1: Carson would talk about Bob Uecker. Bob Uecker was a like a really below average Major League player who mm-hmm. became kind of a personality because he was funny and he was entertaining. Johnny Carson, who saw every comedian and famous actor, said that Bob Uecker was one of the two funniest people he'd ever met in his entire life. That's how funny Bob was. So some
2: of the story was, too, is the players loved him. Yeah. So he'd spend so much time with the players before a game, just down,
1: you know, down in the down on the field that he just became more and more iconic. Euchre's scenes in major league, I believe, were mostly improvised. They just turned on the camera and said, Do your thing. And th- that's how awesome. funny he yep, is going awesome. there. Great ending, great finish. Everything about that movie is really, really good. This, for my money, is the second best baseball movie of all time. Okay. And it's for, for very different reasons. It's very sweet. Mm-hmm. It's kind. It's funny. It has some really funny yep. scenes. It puts for you... adults and for kids. Yes, it puts you in a very specific headspace when you watch this movie, especially if you're a baseball kid like I was, and you played pickup baseball with your buddies and you were on these teams and all these things.
3: And it has good kid actors. That's important, mm-hmm.
1: too. Very good kid actors, and it's a good movie. It has a good plot that you're able to follow along. The Sandlot came out in 1993. That is a great baseball movie.
3: So many great scenes in The Sandlot, too. It's like the s'mores scene. It's the scene where they, scene. they, they eat the dip instead of chewing the dip, and they throw up on the Ferris wheel. There's so many things outside of the baseballness of it all that the
1: dog is great. Yes. The, the dog is the as the what the, the beast, yep. right? That they're so scared of this <laughs> James dog. James Earl Jones dog. Yep. It turns out to be the sweet dog and the scary old man who you know is yelling. He's a really sweet old man who mm-hmm. loves baseball.
2: So it's my favorite baseball movie and it's probably cuz I'm 10 11 years old when it comes out, right? And we did the remember about a less than a year ago or so Stat Hero is one of our yeah. our partners. Yeah. They did like a whole recap. I think it was the 20 year anniversary of, or 30 year anniversary of it. But I just bring that up because think about like the names too Ham, Yay Yay, Smalls. Like you got. Just the these killing me, Smalls. iconic lines that come from that movie that's still hit today.
1: I feel like we've done a disservice. We haven't mentioned Wendy Peppercorn at all <laughs> talking about the Sandlot, which is important. It's it was a very important They got some role.
3: classic costumes that come out of this. Oh, yeah. Also, you know, who is the guy that plays um, the catcher? Do you, know, you guys Ham. know his name?
1: I, his character's name is it Ham. It is. His real Hamilton
2: name Ham. It's the guy uh, is Patrick so, Renna. Y- yes. Patrick yeah.
3: is so funny on his social media because he will like walk around and people oh, I've will seen have this. I've seen the this. You're Killing Me Smalls shirt just because you know it's like it's trending it's vintage people buy it from like urban outfitters and then he's like oh like you, do you know who that is and it's like that's me yeah. like and, and people just don't recognize him at all because people will just buy the shirt and have never seen the movie but if you haven't seen the movie do you remember
2: that do you remember in the dream team the original dream team right the basketball dream team basketball dream team john stockton is going out and oh, they, i think amazing. they're in i think they're in barcelona, barcelona. okay and he's People will have the full. If you remember that iconic shirt that's got all of them on there, but they're the characters. Yeah, the animated one. And and he's asking them questions. Hey, you know, are you excited about the game? Yeah, yeah. Anyone specifically? Oh, Jordan, Magic, this. He's like, okay. And then he just walks away. Nobody had any idea, any idea was John, John Stockton. John Stockton
1: looks like a regular person. He's not six foot nine. He's what? What is John Stockton? Six one. Bye. Yeah, six yeah, one. Yeah, he's a nor and he looks like an accountant. Yep. He does not look like an NBA <laughs> Hall of Famer. And he's got a bowl haircut. Like, there's like, of course he doesn't look like anything that John Stockton could mix in. And then in 2006, another baseball movie came out on this day, uh, Benchwarmers. Haven't seen it. It's it's on a lot. My kids dial it up. I don't know what streaming service it's on. It's kind of gross out humor for a put. It's really funny. It's a bit it's, of boy humor. It, it's super boy humor, for sure. But it's very, very funny. And stupid and awesome. It's like I'm saying stupid and awesome as a compliment. It's very, very funny. For my money, the best baseball movie – I know, Emily, you have a different choice. I want to hear yours in a second – is Bull Durham because Mm -hmm. it is as close to what it's like to be in high-level baseball and the way that baseball players talk to one another, what they talk about when they're not on the field. They root against each other a little bit. There's jealousies. There's meanness. There's guys that are real, real stupid. There are guys that are pretty bright that can't stand to be around the stupid guy. It's downtime and buses and dugouts and clubhouses, mm. and there's a lot of funny stuff that comes along. And the baseball story of it all is pretty good. Benchwarmers I mean, has Bo- a cast. Oh, Benchwarmers is great. Benchwarmers is great. But Bull Durham, for me, is That's the, the, the number best- one baseball movie.
3: So mine is Far and away, not only because of like the nostalgia factor of this for me, because it was given to me by like it was a Christmas present from my grandmother, and it was one of the last Christmas presents she ever gave to me. But it's because I was really into baseball when I was a kid, and I played baseball. I didn't play softball. I played baseball with the boys, and I really loved it. Uh, a League of Their Own, amazing great. story, oh, yeah. great, great oh, yeah. cast, Tom Hanks, like the man, you know, it's it's just like it's everything about it is so good. The mm-hmm. ending scene is perfect like the baseballness of it is it's really good. it's a really
1: good baseball movie and yeah, i
3: as a kid i played catcher and i really wanted to be uh, Dottie henson Dottie, i wanted She was so cool she was so awesome and i also always Kit wanted to sucked, get sucked by the way just yeah, that, just for the record i wanted to get run Liar. over by somebody i wanted to like <laughs> hold on to the ball to prove that you could do it and i there's i will watch a league of their own play like once a year and it's so nostalgic for me no, and that's it's, a great and movie. it's great that's it's,
1: a great movie it's a good movie Full stop, mm-hmm. and it's a great baseball movie because the mm-hmm. baseball scenes are good. Like you're, you're waiting to see who wins the game. You're waiting to see how it ends. You're waiting to see if Kit, who everybody's rooting against, finally gets over. She's just end. a
3: little sister. She's she trying to find her place sucks. in the
1: world. She okay, sucks. you Dottie. gotta. She's lucky to have been there in the first place. She doesn't even get on the team if Dottie doesn't go. If, she, if my sister doesn't come. I don't come. I Movie's was great. kid too. Movie's great.
2: <laughs> now, I know you have some very iconic Dodger jerseys that you rock during uh, a lot of these Laker games. What's your favorite uh, baseball movie?
0: Ooh, it would have to be uh, probably for Love of the Game. And oh, yeah. It's A, good. a wow, big reason yeah. about that is uh, Vince Scully in that movie. And I actually used a couple of quotes for that for my college senior thesis paper. Oh, really? Nice. From that movie. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do Love you remember the quotes? Uh, yeah. It's when he's... Uh, about to take the mound, the last game, obviously, and he's like, "Oh, Billy Chappell. Billy Chapel takes the the mound. I'm paraphrasing here a little bit, but the loneliest place in the world, the pitching mm. mound in Yankee Stadium, mm. something like that, and it's then great. the whole clear the mechanism yep. and it goes blank. Oh, I just love that
1: movie. So I'm going by memory here a little bit, but I'm virtually certain I'm right about this. That Vince Scully showed up to shoot that movie in one day, like he and he, they, they just he just came in and, and did his part, right? Okay. And he saw the script. He's like, "Just let me do my thing." Like, not in a in a rude way, but I know how I would describe this. Let me. Be, you want that? It'll sound be better. You going. want this? And he and again, it was almost entirely improvised in the way that he went about mm. doing it. That's and great. it's like, do you say, you're using it as a quote in your theme- right, senior yeah, yeah. thesis? It gives me chills. Still, that he's improvising it. things that are better than professional Stupid. script writers Ridiculous. are putting in there. That's how good he was at what he did. Ridiculous. Yeah. Great movie. Right, a
2: couple other that were in there, 42, big fan great of. movie. Great movie. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Moneyball. I don't know if everybody liked I liked Moneyball. I didn't like it's, it. It.
3: it's a quality movie. I, I think liked Moneyball. it was like nominated for Oscars. It was Jenna yeah. Hill was great in it. Brad Pitt was great in it. But I think the idea of like if you're a baseball guy, you probably just don't like it as much.
1: So here's why. And you 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 know where I'm going with this, right? There's not a ton of baseball in that movie. Yeah. yeah. But what is in it is really bad.
2: The it, baseball portion yes, of it. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: It's Chris Pratt, who I enjoy as a performer. I see that part. Looks like he has never put a baseball glove on I his know. hand in his life. <laughs> I know. Why'd I, they do just, that with it him? It Just takes me out of like, no, dude, come on. Yeah. I get it. Chris Pratt's a great actor. I like Chris Pratt. That just looked ridiculous. I
2: gotta see bench warmers. It's I say, I have, right it's, when I saw the cast, I'm it, like, it, are you David kidding me? Spain, how am I not seeing this? It's uh Napoleon
1: Schneider. Dynamite, yeah. it's Rob Schneider, who's no what's Napoleon? John John Heyer, hater? Something, something like that You're on the right Josh Hader. Yeah. he's a closer he's, uh, <laughs> Just, he's, <yeah. laughs> it's Sean Salisbury and Bill Romanowski are in it it's like the evil baseball coaches it's, Yeah, I got to see that it's uh the, one of the the guy that eats the sunscreen i forget his name is really he's a very funny guy um,
3: I have one more uh, movie to pitch to you okay yeah. it was one of my favorites growing up as a baseball movie it's a uh, Disney Channel original movie oh, it's called Eddie's million dollar cookoff okay so here's the slug <laughs> of this movie it's Eddie loves Baseball. Period. His dad's the coach. His best friends are his teammates. Period. But will he strike out with them when all he, if he trades in his glove for his oven mitt? He's trying to choose between cooking. He mm. loves home economics. He loves cooking, but he also loves baseball. Bobby and, Flay is in it. Yeah, Bobby Flay <laughs> is actually in it. He is in the movie. What more do he you comes
1: need? In uh, and uh, he teaches well, him
3: how to crack an egg.
1: Baseball and food. I. Uh, it's tr- made for Travis Rogers. Bobby
3: Flay
2: fan.
1: Just leave it at that. You need
3: to watch this movie.
1: You know, get so your here, Disney or, Plus or up or you and you need to watch this movie. Don't need to watch this movie. <laughs> Was that movie before or after? Um, what's the one with Zac Efron, the singing and High School Musical? It is before High School Musical. Okay, because they the High School Musical is the same thing that he's a basketball star. Which again, yeah. good grief! Come on, man. Right. And number, but he also wants to sing and dance. But it's like the that's thing is, the oldest tr- I'm really good at, but I just want to go do this. other but thing. But also,
3: the best thing about this is that cooking—you don't have to stop cooking to play baseball. <laughs> You know, you I can, do. But I can understand in high school musical school, how you might not have time for extracurriculars of both basketball on a high level and musicals at a high level, but you can cook in your spare time. I still understand this. But Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, everyone check it
1: out. <laughs> is better or worse than double team?
3: Uh, it is equal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why? See, you know what you've done to me? You, you've put that do- – I, I didn't know it existed until I met you, and now it's part of my weird memory And now you need to watch I, it. I, I will never watch it. Not in a trillion eons of time will I watch that movie. <laughs> Come over. Let's I, watch did it. Did I know it exists is your fault. You're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right, Lakers and Suns. This weekend we just Suns. take a
2: photo. We're both at the edge of my bed. <laughs>
1: just watching. our legs Sleepover movie. Swaying. <laughs> Lakers and Suns tonight. Uh, the Suns are playing nobody. Nobody. How long do the Lakers leave their guys in? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. And for the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help keep your facility safe and your people even safer. Call, Granger.com or just stop by.
4: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: So people are coming in with their own baseball movie thoughts, Lee. It's just weird that all... I guess it's not weird, but that it's the start of baseball season. It's the so timing pretty of it. Pretty good yeah. time to release a yeah. baseball movie, I guess. Ivan in Monrovia, who's a regular member in the Trav and Slee community, tweets at us. It says, uh, I was a PA on the movie for the love of the game. Mm. They gave all the lines Vin Scully was supposed to say, to Steve Lyons. Steve Lyons is his color commentator okay. in in that movie. Uh random aside, I worked on a TV show with Steve Lyons. He's a very very funny guy. Mm. Um but yeah, and the, look, you don't write lines for Vince Scully. Especially if he's if coming in to play Vince Scully, right? Right. Mr. Scully, we would like you to play Vince Scully. Great. What time would you like me there? Need you there at noon on Saturday. Great. I'll be there. That's it. Let him do the rest.
2: Yeah. You're not asking Vin to do an action movie,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. which he, he maybe it. he could, he, <laughs> he was, probably he was could, probably he could have. He probably could have. A uh, go to baseball movies, Mr. Baseball. Tom Selleck was perfect 90s baseball player, not my favorite. It was okay, it was okay. That there was another one with uh Bernie Mac, like Mr. 3000, I think was another weird baseball movie that uh he went to Japan, or no, maybe Selleck was the one where he went to Japan, yeah, that's maybe the they one. both went to Japan. There's a lot of things going on here. I love Moneyball. I think it's very underrated. That's from Eddie Carrillo. I don't dislike the Field movie. Field of Dreams. Money. Oh, the worst. No, not the worst. Oh, the worst. The worst. I think
2: I've heard you say that before. Yeah, you, you didn't like it. I I've, Because... What, first, what didn't you like? And I haven't seen it in years, first years. First of all, I it's... It.
1: it's I, I don't mind emotional movies like for instance i think one of the reasons sandlot is so good is it kind of plucks at that emotional string perfectly that what it's like to be 12 years old and play baseball with your buddies and what it means to you 30 years later when you're watching it with your own it 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 hits that note yeah that's true okay this is you gotta cry it's his dad he built a cornfield Ah, cry 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 no no you you don't have to cry you you have shoeless joe jackson batting from the wrong side of the plate what are we doing here okay but this is a good example yeah but but
2: this is a good example this is a perfect example of what if
1: what if they made a lebron movie and he was left-handed that wouldn't bother you
2: that would bother okay Okay. no 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 but that but this is this is a perfect example of I, i i mentioned i saw air yesterday and i was recommending go see air there are certain movies that people who don't care about the baseball part they don't care about the basketball part but you can't and they're not big sports fans but you can get them in a movie that's what field of dreams is field of dreams is not for if you're looking at it and i get what you're saying but
1: the if you're looking at it from the it,
2: right? game perspective but the movie
1: is about trying to reconcile with his father right the, mm-hmm. the theme of the movie is that kevin costner's character needs to make a, a a a penance for the the relationship that he ended with his father prematurely and trying to recreate an environment where he can tell his dad hey i love you and i'm sorry that our relationship fell apart that's the movie right yep with corn with 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 all of this not where he where he kidnaps jane Gerald jones with a screwdriver like what is this <laughs> doesn't it, it's ridiculous
2: I haven't seen it in a while, but I, I remember. I remember liking that movie.
1: Ugh.
3: Travis hates good things. Travis no. hates nostalgia. I don't. Well, I
1: I like it. I love base. I like Kevin Costner. I'm a Kevin Costner fan. Yeah. I I will watch Yellowstone tonight. I promise. I'll get. I'm almost <laughs> to the end of season five. I'm almost caught up. I love Kevin Costner. It's the edge of my seat. Bull Durham is my favorite baseball movie,
2: of all it's so of all the sports sappy. of all the sports movies where you're trying to. Baseball by far has the best. Like if you think of football movies, Base, think of basketball movies. Really
1: good. What yeah. what what would be better? Boxing. There, there's a lot of really good boxing movies that are both emotional. You know, as I've never seen Creed. I've never seen Creed. It's really Creed good. Is I know, good. Creed I, and everybody, every nobody so, yeah. has
2: told me don't go see Creed. Creed's good. I haven't personally, seen
3: I'm not like Creed a big 3. Rocky person. I know you guys like Rocky, but it's like I've watched them. It's just not my favorite genre of movie, but I like the Creeds a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. I dare you to watch The Champ and not cry. That's all. Oh my god.
3: What about uh the Fighter Million fighter, Dollar Baby? Fighter Fighters
1: really good. Uh the uh, Rock uh Fighter's the Raging really good. Bull is really mm-hmm. good. Rocky and the, that series, the Creed series.
2: No, boxing boxing, Bo- puts, up boxing. boxing puts up movies. I think it's the one that's won the most awards. I was actually win awards. I it's was very more, cinematic too. Yeah, I was more thinking of it just of the major, you know, like the the four or whatever. But yeah, boxing's got they very got cool really nice
1: mighty ducks Mir- miracle's a great movie too mm-hmm. like they, they, that's kind of what you're talking about like you know they beat the russians and i mean we the the ending is not in, you're not are they gonna get
2: the goal i gotta don't you, tell me what happens at the end
1: you know they're gonna and you know who's gonna and you know that they go on to beat the i believe it's the swedes or the Finns in the gold medal game like you know but it's still like yeah, this is awesome this is awesome it was great it was great uh, the Lakers play the Suns tonight. Suns are using none of their guys. Yeah, No Ayton, no Paul, no Durant, KD. and no Booker. Mm-hmm. Right, They're not playing any of their four best guys. It's good the Lakers need to win both of theirs. Hope that Golden State loses one of their last two. Mm-hmm. Do you try to get cute if you're the Lakers? Do you try? Because the, the Suns are basically saying, you can have this one. We yeah. don't care. Yeah, yeah. You, you can have it. Do you get really cute with the Lakers' minutes, or do you just go out there and play the game and see what happens?
2: Here's why you can't get cute. You can't get cute for the just the mere fact you're not locked in the seven, worst case. Um, they're trying to potentially get up to six. They're going to need some help from the Warriors. The problem, Trav, is let's say the Lakers got too cute and they lost tonight. Or even they lost to Utah. Mm-hmm. The Pelicans can still pass you. The Timberwolves can still pass you. You can't get cute for those reasons. It's not like you're locked into seven at worst and and even if you lost a game or two, you can move up to six or not move at all. The problem is you're gonna if you just win your last two games, no matter what everybody else does. I feel good about the Lakers chances in a playing game at crypto where they don't have to do any travel, where it's already been announced Zion is not gonna be a part of the playing tournament if they if they do play the Pelicans. I feel pretty good that they're gonna get out of that right? Anything can happen in one game, but I feel pretty good about it. What you don't want to have happen is maybe you got too cute and you said, well, they're not going to play their guys. Let's rest some of our guys too. And then you lost tonight. Now, all of a sudden you're in New Orleans for that game or you're in Minnesota
1: for that game. I just, I I don't want to mess with that part of it. Very quickly here. I just wonder if let's say the Lakers have a 17 point lead at the half. Mm -hmm. Do they play them in the second half? Do you st- do you not start them in the second half and hope that you your backups can hold on to this thing? like do you not cute that they don't play because mm-hmm. to your point, you gotta win, mm-hmm. but do you okay, look, we got a 18 point lead in the middle of the second quarter. Let's see if we can shut this down and get them at least a half a night off.
2: I, I think they could. I think he could be strategic with it, but I still think in the fourth quarter, if it's not a 20-point game, you're probably going to see some best. of those guys.
1: All right, the Dodgers are off to a great start. Uh, Dustin May was terrific last night. My man, Outman looked great again, all over again. Is there a little trouble on the horizon, though? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. If you're hurt in an accident, call Sweet James. Call Sweet James for a million different reasons, but right near the top of the list is the peace of mind that comes along with knowing That you have the best attorneys in america that's what sweet james has been awarded that's what they do all day every day is make sure that you get what you're entitled to somebody that has the experience of nearly 20 years of dealing with these cases, of dealing with the insurance companies, of making sure that you get what you're entitled to. And what you're entitled to is making sure your car is fixed, making sure you get the medical care that you require, and making sure that that settlement is what you deserve and not what the insurance company is offering you so they can move on to the next one. That's what Sweet James is going to do for you. The peace of mind that comes along with it, I can speak to it firsthand. I've dealt with it with my own family members, and it is an incredible relief to know that you have an expert handling your case. And that's what the accident attorney at Sweet James are. If you're hurt in an accident, car accident, motorcycle accident, truck accident, any type of accident, call Sweet James, 800-500-5200. Say it with me, 800-500-5200 and sweetjames.com. All right, Al, so you've been hearing us talk about this uh, all week long. It's Masters Week, and we're giving away the ultimate golf and spa luxury experience to Pacific Poems Resort. We've had a bunch of people win $50 gift cards to Red Restaurant, but now it is time to unveil the grand prize winner who gets a two-night stay at Pacific Poems Resort, two rounds of golf, two spa treatments, and dinner at Red Restaurant. And our winner is none other than Eric Thomas from La Puente. Eric, congratulations on winning the Master's Week Prize at Pacific Palms Resort. Good job, my friend. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Erica.
2: this is going to be, uh, I mean, exciting. I mean, think about what the grand prize is. You're doing it. T- tell us about your – how are you out on the golf course? Let's put it that way. Are you a big golfer?
4: Well, let's put it this way. I'm the, a big hacker. <laughs> Perfect.
1: <laughs> Well, I'm a
4: hacker, and uh, believe it or not, I'm walking distance from Pacific Palm. Oh, it's awesome. And I'm up there in the driving ra- at the driving range probably weekly.
1: So here's the thing. If you've been over there at the driving range, you know those two courses are no joke. They are really high-level golf courses. Bring plenty of balls, Eric.
4: They're brutal. They're brutal. <laughs> I played the Ike before, and it's, uh, it's, it's not fun. Very humbling.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, I, I'm look. I'm not trying to set you up for anything here, Eric, but I'm just saying that considering that you won the prize and you're on with us right now, just out of curiosity, what's your favorite uh, show on 710? Oh, absolutely, Travis and Slee. Good. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> just, just making hey, sure. I, I I know what side my bread's buttered on. Come on. <laughs> there you go, Eric. <laughs> Congratulations. Enjoy. Eat well. Spa well. Play well. Stay well. Thanks for listening, brother. Thank you. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. You got it. I love that he knows the golf course, Lee. So that place is legit. Yeah, it's yeah. You gotta. I, I'm I'm a. I would say I'm an above average recreational golfer. Mm-hmm. That place will give you a run for your money. It's it's tough. It's real, real golf. I
2: would. Uh, I lose a whole. I I need like a bucket of balls to get the <laughs> driving range. <laughs> I just need all to those attach it to the back of your Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, we have 184 I
1: balls. I feel good about this. So I got a couple of texts here in the last couple of minutes okay. from two people whose baseball opinions um, matter to me. Okay. Okay? This comes from none other than, you may have heard of her, Ramona Shelburne. I've heard of her. Okay. Yeah, I've heard of her. Ramona texts and says, Bull Durham is the favorite baseball movie of people who actually love baseball. Okay? Ramona loves baseball. Ramona is a College World Does Series softball player. she like a league of player. her own? She you, I just read what she wrote, Emily. Momo. Okay. Bull Durham is the favorite baseball movie of people who actually love baseball. That's why she's Ramona. That's mm-hmm. why she's a great writer. That I couldn't, you give me 100 years. I'm not coming up with that, but that's perfect. Okay. So that's one. That's from Ramona. This is from baseball Lindsay. Okay. Producer of uh, Sedano and Cap. Yep. Lindsay Baseball. Lindsay Baseball. Field of Dreams is the worst. <laughs> yes. See? We know that we that we know these things. Do you know what do you know what it reminds me of? It's like
2: the let's take like a good basketball movie. You remember he got game. Remember he got game was with Ray Allen. Denzel, Denzel. Ray yeah. Allen. Like you knew that okay from a basketball perspective, yeah that's going to be good basketball. <laughs> like it's going to be good basketball. I think
1: that's kind of the comp there with Durham. Field of Dreams is the worst right there from Lindsay. That's yes. freaking hilarious. Yes. So I feel, I feel good. Most people,
2: most people. What, what do you think they would say about Field of Dreams? Like it or don't like
1: it? I think if you're a baseball person, it's not your favorite movie. Mm-hmm. I think if you like, and, and I'm not. This is not a judgment, but this is just the facts. If you, well, I'm not like, taking like a scorecard no, to the it, to the movie. But if you like cheese, you will like that movie. If you like really <laughs> sappy and like, like, dude, I get it. The dad and the the, the son are estranged. I get it. But if, that, if that's how you're trying to get me to feel it, I'm not really feeling it. You feeling know what's it. another
3: great baseball movie? Twilight. Twilight has a fantastic baseball scene. They play vampire baseball. They get yep. it out of the park. Yep. They run around all the bases super duper fast. And then the villains come while they're playing baseball. They can only play if when you it's you didn't
2: say that. I was gonna say it. Yeah, exactly. I'm they, with they can you. only
3: play when it's thunderstorming outside because they hit the bat so hard that it uh everyone would be like, Oh, who's hitting those bats so hard? It's obviously right. the vampires. Right. So that's my one of my favorite baseball so it's like a league of their own. Eddie's These Million
1: Dollar Cook-Off, Twilight. <laughs> it's her top three. Everybody gets a ranking. That's her ranking. I'm going to struggle. I'm going to be honest with you here. I, I What do we got? It's 12.37. We got That's 23 plus another 30, 12 is 40, uh, 35 minutes. Right? We got 35 minutes to go. Yep. I'm going to struggle to shake that off. It's going to bother me for a long time. It's a great movie. Did, did she even brought up the idea of Twilight being a baseball movie? I see movie? where you're going with that. It's really and... going to bother me. It's going to bother it's gonna bother me for a long time. Like, like you know how I feel when I'm in can, elevators with people. I can I can move on from things. This is gonna bother me. That that because I I I believe that you're an intelligent young woman. I believe yeah. that you are able to discern between trolling me and actually giving me something that's gonna bother me. And I feel like this fell into the second category.
3: Have you ever seen Twilight? No. All right. Well, then you can't make a judgment well, of, of it. Of course
1: I can. This it's weekend, come over. Pale weirdos running around biting each other on the neck. I don't need to see it. <laughs> They're glittery weirdos. They <laughs>
3: glitter in the sun.
1: <laughs> Be respectful. Glittery pale weirdos. Can It's we the skin compromise? of a killer, Bella. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, Dodgers are scoring a ton of runs. Yeah. Dodgers starting pitching, which, oh, yeah, Dodgers starting pitching. I was trying to take guys. It's not what it was. still pretty darn good.
2: It's been amazing it's to been start terrific. off. It's been
1: yeah. a week and a half, so let's not mm-hmm. get too far ahead of ourselves. And with that in mind, It's only been a week and a half, and the numbers are not terrible. However, if you've watched the Dodgers through their first uh, handful of games, Mm -hmm. one of the strengths that this team has had really over the course of this 10-year run is not just MVP-caliber play out of guys like Bellinger and Betts and Freeman and and whatnot, not just Clayton Kershaw being Clayton Kershaw, Walker Buehler. It's guys that we don't really talk about very much. It's the... Victor Gonzalez's of the world sure. a couple of years ago. Sure. It's the Alex Vezia's uh, last year. Trinan. It's Trinin. Yep. It's these guys that don't pitch the beginning of the game or the very last three outs of the game, but get it from Clayton Kershaw to Kenley Jansen. Mm. They get it from the starter to the closer, those bridge guys. Yancy Elwani, Get Mane, it to Kimbrel so Vezia. he can blow it and well, then get it to somebody lateral. else. These guys have been really, really yeah, yeah, good, yeah. right? They have not been good through the early part of the season. Vezia had another bad night. He's pitched a couple of times and not pitched well in either mm-hmm. one. Even Dave Roberts, is like, yeah, he's struggling a little bit. You look at a guy like El Monte, who is not particularly sharp. Gratterall's already got a back thing that's going on. Caleb Ferguson has looked pretty good for the most part. Phil Bickford, who is another one of those guys, like throws pitch of the sixth inning, you know, never gives up a run. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. He looks bad. This is not something that you just blow by. It's not starting pitching. It's not closing pitching. It's not MVP. But this is the backbone of your team a lot of times. And what the Dodgers have been better at than anybody for the last 10 years in that looks to be a soft spot for them through the early part of the season.
2: Yeah, so uh, it's funny because trying to find, and you're not wrong on just the way they started off the season, like you just mentioned, you can't look at them and say, wow, the starters are going to be, for example, May has been great in both starts. Both starts, he's been great. Um, Noah Syndergaard only had the one start, looked really good in that one. If you had to, Kershaw, looked amazing. Julio's looked great in two straight games. If you had any questions about the starting lineup, they've looked fantastic to start off the season. Um, not a large sample size in regards to what the bullpen has done, uh, but at the same time, I, I don't know, man. I, I and this is somebody who's kind of watching back and forth, seeing what the Dodgers are doing, what the, what the Padres do. Dodgers look like they've got off to a fantastic start. They're plus they have. 28 in the run differential as well. The two games that they lost, I think they scored one run in, but the score was it might have been 2-1 in both of those it games was. in the games that they lost. Um, you're going to have holes somewhere, and I'm not telling you that the bullpen is a place that you want to have a hole, because it's certainly not. I wonder if in two weeks or a month from now we're going to keep having the same conversation.
1: What's weird about it is and I know I've said this to you before, the the bullpen from year to year is the hardest thing to predict. You, whatever Clayton Kershaw was last year is pretty close to what he's going to be the next year. Same thing for Julio. They, like, it's, there may be They're a little more bit of a decline. There yeah. may be a little more of, of, a, of, a, of, a, of an improvement, but it's usually pretty close to what you would expect. Closers, for the most part, are pretty close to what you'd expect, Once and then they start to decline, but it's usually relatively slow. These guys in the middle, Al... They can look like, uh, why isn't this guy closing for half the teams in baseball? And next year, they can't get anybody out. Hmm. It's it's weird. They're all over the place. And what the Dodgers have done really well is be able to identify guys that don't have those wild fluctuations. They're pretty consistent in the middle. And this is the first time you've seen guys like Vezia, like Gratterall, like Almani look less than very, very consistent. You're right. It's a luxury. It's another one of those luxuries that they have. But it's a luxury that might be even more important than having. Hey, our fifth starter is better than yours. Yeah. Okay. Fine. But I'd rather have three guys out of the bullpen who I'm pretty sure are not going to give up a run every night.
2: Yeah, Vezio. That's a good example because he has not looked good. Vezio is also the one that gave up. Vezio gave up the hit to Cronenworth last year, right? That was a game 4? Yeah. Was it a, a
1: foul up is getting a yep. they, they're supposed to pick yep. and they didn't pick That's and they right. threw a pitch. It was yeah, it was a hot mess. Yeah.
2: Uh not not exactly the best start for him.
1: What do you think about the Padres through the first part of this? Again, it's it's a week and a half. It's not a very long mm-hmm. time. Um so it, you can't put too much stock in it, but they're off to us they're, they're not off to the start that you thought where maybe they come out of the gates and they they win every single night for a week or two. So
2: they lost their first two. Okay, and they lost to the Rockies in their first two games. It was a Thursday and a Friday. All the hype around the uh, the Padres, everything else. They haven't looked good. You know, I, and I, we are talking about it a little bit earlier. Yesterday they went back and forth, them and the Braves. They lost. ended up losing the game 7-6. to six. Starting pitching has not been consistent. Soto is actually off to kind of a quieter start. Machado's kind of off to a quieter start. They'll be fine. Um, I think what you mentioned earlier that all of a sudden the headlights, the lights are on you. People are looking. How are you going to perform? But I didn't even realize this. I think the Phillies started off one and five or one and six wherever the Rangers they are. Swept so. them right out of the gate. Yeah, it's so. fine.
1: Check in end of May. If they mm-hmm. still look meh at the end of May, then there's there's something going on right there. Emily, you got to listen to this one. This is from Christian Gonzalez, and he writes, Emily's saying that Twilight is a baseball movie is like saying top gun is a volleyball movie. It's
3: not. <laughs> I I think that it yeah, is uh, a volleyball. It looks like they were
2: day. on the beach playing exactly. some volleyball. Do they
3: play volleyball in the movie? So yes then it is a volleyball I'm movie. Pretty ball. sure it's
2: the most iconic scene exactly. in the movie.
3: I could, If they me- play this sport. maybe
1: maybe it's it was so it's the I'll best volleyball movie question. out
3: there. There aren't many
1: volleyball movies out there. <laughs> let me ask you this. How many times, whether you're playing volleyball or basketball, you're just you're playing a nice little pickup game with some guys that mm-hmm. you maybe maybe you meet at the, the fitness center or whatever yep. you're at the park, whatever. In the middle of the game, do you flex at them? Do you just do you, you look at them and like really flex? Make I do sure that. They see that you're flexing at them.
2: I do too small.
1: Right, exactly. A, in a you gotta flex game. on them. It, it, yep. it. But it wasn't a basketball thing. It was a look how fit I am thing. It was
3: odd well maybe if uh we all
1: tried to be a little more fit that's what we would want yeah. to flaunt no, it was, when we play volleyball I think with people. That's what, it was just it was out of place in the rest of the movie okay. the, rest of the rest of the movie. when do oh,
3: most
2: volleyball movie. movies come out
3: <laughs> also top gun uh maverick football movie because they played the beach football guys you gotta understand th- if, it, if th- it's a little scene it counts I'm
1: any given sunday or <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a screenwriter but i feel pretty good about this like and i like top gun maverick a lot i thought it was great um Let's cut that scene and just Not have another scene of Never. Penny in the bar. Just pouring beers. Okay. Just we got to bring in the ladies <laughs> ring in. Bring in the bell. Right? The whole movie is men. The whole movie is, other than the one fighter pilot, right? She's yes. the only female pilot in the thing. Right. Right? Let's get a little more Penny time. What about equality? <laughs> quality? Make sure that we get equal screen time for both <laughs> both uh, sexes. Would people watch a movie with a uh, female
3: pilots as the majority of the if movie? Jennifer
1: Connelly was playing okay. Top Gun Maverick. Yes, I would be hundred uh, percent. I'm
3: gonna say that. the beach scene. Then he it, would wait in line for ten
2: hours.
1: Uh, maybe not ten, but we're getting. I'd wait now it's a, switching. Now he's the one yeah, paying you I'll to go wait in line. get the movie tickets, Brian. You get the Dodger tickets, and we'll go from there. The dump coming up next is Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. All
2: right, let's start off with this. The get-in price for the game tonight between the Kings and the Warriors currently costs $313 to attend. This is in Sacramento. Lakers are hoping, praying, wishing we all became big Sacramento Kings fans just for tonight's game. You know, it's kind of funny. We don't even know if they're going to play everybody.
3: Yeah, there was a tweet coming out that the Sacramento Kings – Everyone's questionable,
2: so therefore we don't I, I, know. I saw that they're still going to fight if there's a chance at number two. So I guess right. technically there's still a chance with Memphis. Um, the Kings almost get to pick who they want to play. I'm not telling you that's the strategy, but if they decide not to play anybody tonight and the Warriors win that game, they're going to play the Warriors in the first round. If they right. decide to fight and claw to win the game tonight... They're going to end up playing the Lakers because the Lakers are going to play the Suns, who have absolutely nobody.
3: Is there any strategy for $313
2: not... Sh- $313 just it, to get in?
3: It's crazy. But also, is there any strategy for like not showing everything you have when you're about to probably play this person in the first round of the playoffs? Do you want to hold back a defense, hold back a certain play? Because I think uh, some, a podcast I was listening to was arguing that that's maybe why certain teams are you know either sitting people or not playing up to their potential right now. I think
2: less in the NBA. I think the NBA, once you get into the playoffs, all the plays are the same anyways. People are running screen and rolls. The question is going to be is Devin Booker hitting the shots or is he not? Is AD going to be aggressive or is he not? $313 just to get into the game tonight for Sacramento and Golden State.
1: That's, it, it, that's where, a little the game?
2: in Sacramento. Okay. But that's a little surprising only because this is what happens at the end of the year. A lot of guys don't play.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and Imagine both if you the- paid
2: tickets for this game two weeks ago. Yeah coming into this, and now nobody's playing. Well,
1: this kind of goes back to the problem we were talking about with Sacramento. Like, Sacramento has played all the guys all year long, and and you're right that we've entered an era, and I don't know what, it's been four or five years at least, where... Mm -hmm. When you buy your tickets, there is a huge component of buyer beware here. You just you don't know. You could buy a Laker ticket and not see LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Yeah, it, it, it's and that's not the Laker specific. It, pick your favorite team, your favorite player. You go to see a Suns game, Kevin Durant may have a night off. Mm-hmm. You know, you just you just don't know what it is. Um, that's a problem. Like if you go to Dodger Stadium, first of all, they play 162 games, but. If you go to a Dodger game, there's a very good chance that Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts are in that lineup, almost a certainty unless they're injured.
2: And you're picking and choosing, hey, which pitcher do I want to see? Right. Like you get that opportunity to say, all right, who's going to be on the mound? Kershaw's going to
1: be, I'm going to this game. Football guys are taking God knows what to get out there for their 17 games along Mm -hmm. the way. And I'm not criticizing the players because this is the reality of the league, but when you have your very best players playing in a – not super great percentage of your games, it's, it's a problem. It's
2: really the only – it's the only league that you have this type of an issue, this consistently, this often, where especially it's the league where everybody knows the NBA players. Yeah. The NBA players are the most recognizable. It's the most
1: star-driven league. It's more star-driven. Yeah, but more, and look, as famous as Patrick Mahomes is – If Patrick Mahomes woke up today and said, you know what, I quit football, the NFL doesn't give a damn at all. Keeps going. It keeps Mm -hmm. going. If Giannis woke up this morning and said, I quit, we'd be like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. How did that, you know, it'd be a totally different thing. I got one for you. the Padres are getting closer to getting Fernanda Tatis back, right? He's he's in the minor leagues. He's serving his suspension for mm-hmm. PEDs. And at the end of the month, he's coming back and he's going to join the Padres. I think actually by the 20th. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be the 20th. What What do you think the reception is going to be for him? Because the reception for him in the minors has been kind of rocky. People are booing mm-hmm. him. The minor league pitcher called him a cheater the other day. Yeah. But I'm not even talking about on the road when they go to play the Dodgers. Though. Talking about
2: Padre fans? I'm
1: talking about Padre fans no. and Padre players. That this was not only the face of the Padres. He was one of the young faces of baseball. He was yeah. fun. He was yeah. really good. He was exciting. He, he was charismatic, all these things. And in the space of about a year and a half or so, he's yeah. gone from a guy like, dude, this this guy, really? Mm-hmm. He cheats. He's doing dumb stuff. He, he let his teammates down. His teammates called him out. Happened fast. Mm-hmm.
2: I think the reception for him will be very cautious. I think people will be... He's going to have to prove that he's there to try to win baseball games. He's going to have to try to prove that he's a team guy. He's going to have to try to prove that he's not a selfish individual. So I think there's going to be a lot of fans that are very cautious of how they treat Fernando Tatis. Um, there was a point where he was the face of the franchise. Now he's just another player. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, let's use last year as a perfect example. There was so much hype about Tatis coming back. This was before he gets the PEDs. He was out because... Um, Fractures his wrist riding motorcycles in the offseason. Does it on multiple occasions. Um, did stuff that just put the team in jeopardy. The The Padres went out and got Soto. All anyone was talking about is, can you imagine when it's Machado, Soto, and Tatis, and he gets so close to coming back, and then he gets the PEDs, did not, was not a part of
1: that playoff run. I was just going to say, Alan, don't leave out the part where they were just fine without him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that that's the weirdest part of all. No nobody argues that he's a great player. Yeah, he, he is. Yeah, but the Padres didn't miss a beat without him. They went to the NLCs without him.
2: He's got a lot to prove, I think, to those who cheer for the Padres. So I think there's a lot of people would be cautious about him.
1: I wonder how he'll respond to just not being the dude, right? Because even when Manny Machado was there and he was teammates with Machado, like Tatis is our future. Yeah. We're, we're, we're put. He's the guy on the program. He's the guy with the banner in the out. Like he, he's on
2: MLB, whatever the doing uh, the Dairy video Queen game commercials. Yeah. He's
1: on the the show. He's mm-hmm. a, he's he's the guy. Now he's not the guy. He's not the second guy. No. He probably isn't the third guy. I agree. He's he's somewhere. He might not even be. Cronenworth has a much higher. He's not as good of a player, but he has a much higher Q rating among Padre fans than Titite does. You want? He's got all the money. Mm-hmm. Does he kind of look like, hey, man, uh, I'm still this guy, and I wonder if he gets in his feelings with that? Like Because you're It's a, good right, it's, it's a slow build back into gaining trust and all those things, but... It was just a minute ago that I was the most important person in this or in this universe, and now I'm just some guy?
2: Best case scenario is he comes in and is
1: just—listen,
2: I have no idea how it's going to work out. Best case scenario, he comes in, rolls up his sleeves, and tries to earn the trust and the respect of not just Padre fans, but I think baseball fans were rooting for him.
1: So it's National Beer Day today. I know we've done this before, but— the best time to drink a beer is when like there's no really bad time to have a beer it's always a good time to, to crack one open but that once like man there's nothing better than this I'm, I'm gonna have maybe it's a top two or three for me less than an hour and a half from right now i will have opened a beer on the golf course it yep. will be ice cold coming out of a cooler that's a very hard beer to beat
2: so i've said this before and I continue to go back to... I actually did it at the Final Four. I told you. I was like, hey, I all I want to do is just be able to crack a beer open. San Diego State wins the game, and then I'm watching Connecticut and Miami. At a sporting event for me, specifically baseball, there's nothing like good having one. a beer and some peanuts. Yeah.
3: I think the... Right after you... Like, when you move...
2: And when I wake up. And routine.
3: when you are finished packing, finally, and everything's undone, and you are finally feel like you're at home... That beer right after that is a sense of accomplishment.
1: Brian? Yeah, the baseball beer. The baseball beer? Yeah. That's a a summer day, afternoon game. Can I throw one more in there? Peanuts
2: in there, a little salt in there. I haven't
1: had this one in a long time, but I have had it and I enjoyed it a great deal. Post athletic achievement beer is a good one. Like if you run like a 10K or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With something like that and you're done and you got all your endorphins all cranked up and Mm -hmm. everything and then. That's a pretty good.
2: One. Run to the elevator out of nowhere. <laughs> that,
1: tear your hamstring. Crack going beer to the open. elevator. It happens. It happens. Uh, Russell Crowe, who is not a movie star, turns fifty-nine years old today. <laughs> uh, what about Jackie Chan? He turns sixty-nine. Movie he star. A movie, Definitely Chan a movie star. Is a movie star. Definitely Russell Crowe is not. Okay. So I still still struggling with that one. Oh, by right, the way, because Travis,
3: I'm right. You you read it exactly how I wrote it. You're right. You, you <laughs> well, had to I, say it out loud. I
1: wanted I wanted to make sure. Um, Emily, I know you're going to a movie this afternoon. It's good news. Beto is texting me saying that he's very frustrated with your baseball movie acumen.
3: Well, again, this is my uh, <laughs> ranking. This, he can you can take have the word own.
1: baseball out of that sentence. <laughs> 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 Go, Shane,
3: sure.
1: yeah, you're, you're still a little super talk.
4: KSPN AM 710 Los Angeles. KRDC AM
1: 1110
4: Pasadena, Los Angeles. K256CX 99.1 FM Pasadena, Los Angeles. It's the greatest segment in LA sports radio history. Radio
0: history. Oh my God. The shows come together
1: for magic on the radio. And bologna grows stronger. Super, Super Crosstalk.
0: Are we ready for Mason and Ireland to join Travis and Sleep? Super Crosstalk
4: begins.
3: Super Crosstalk presented by In N Out Burger. In N Out. That's
4: what a hamburger is all about. It's time for
1: Super Crosstalk. Woo, 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 woo. All right. Um, I want to continue our movie conversation here oh. a little bit. Not, not. By the no way, tra- never
0: it? been prouder of you, uh, Mason, and I've had this argument for years and years. Uh, Mace, yeah, Mason and Dave Singer think Field of Dreams oh, is great. I love Field of Dreams. It is the worst freaking movie ever. Like, I'm with you, with you and Lindsay. Put me on the roadboat with you and Lindsay. By the way,
4: you're totally allowed to like both movies. I, I assume you're talking
1: about Bull Durham, which is, no, no, for me. We were t- So today is weird. Like four different very famous baseball movies came okay, out today. It, it was Lot. Sandlot. Yep. Bad News Bears. Yep. Bench Major warmers. League. Wow. And um, Benchwarmers. Okay. Right. Have you seen Benchwarmers? I, I don't think I have. So no. it's Rob Schneider. It's it's all uh, of Adam Sandler's John, friends getting you, a paycheck. Yes. You <laughs> lost me at Rob Schneider's. He, he's an adult. Playing By the way, he will baseball, yeah. just that it's, it's one line. It's hilarious. He
0: will
4: come back. He's coming at you
0: now. <laughs> oh, he's Rob like, Schneider is. Yeah, he's it's, like the oh, most wow. defensive people. Come the on, most, Rob, come at me. It's, yeah,
1: it's a very funny movie. It's yeah. silly and goofy, but it's very Kay. funny. So anyway, all these baseball movies came out on this day, and we got in the conversation about our favorite baseball movie. Yes, my favorite baseball movie is Bull Durham because I think it's most representative of what professional non-major league baseball is about it's there's jealousy there's backbiting yes. There's really dumb there's guys by, by the way Traps, all you, all all
0: it, yeah. we have greg bergman as our producer so we can't have any guests but you i can get you to ron shelton oh. i've become friends with his nephew ben okay. who's a filmmaker himself sure and he can get you guys ron i've met ron several times also I've made came, can't jump. Uh, yeah right he, yeah. tin cup Tim yeah, Tim Cobb, oh, another yeah. one, yeah. Cobb, H-hook not that as up. good. That but if you want to have Ron on, he'll talk to you. for, And he's such a good interview, and he's a really smart guy.
4: And let me just say, don't disagree with anything you said. It is the most representative, having worked in the minor leagues. Yep. That is what minor league baseball is. Couldn't agree more.
1: Top to bottom. And, and I don't like field of dreams not because of the baseballness of it all i just find it so it's completely impo- yeah. implausible. by the way and and, and a it's, lot it's, of movies are implausible that doesn't make them bad i i agree but this is so aggressively trying to get you in your own feels I'm okay with getting in your feels. Like if, for instance, the Sandlock came out on this day. Yeah, Sandlock is wonderfully nostalgic yeah. and sweet great. and funny. It makes you feel like you felt when you were 12 playing baseball. Right, makes you feel like you watch when your own kids play baseball. Sure, like you, it hits all the right notes and you get really good feelings, warm fuzzies. But, but for me, Field of Dreams and the Natural. Natural's great. We didn't even capture yeah, we didn't the that. sort of. Mystical quality of baseball, which I like. I do too, Mace, and I love the natural. I think the natural is a great movie, and that gets you in the feels. I think in a much more effective, but again, not way. realistic. I mean, the the no, th- the lights don't explode no, when you hit a ball up there. They do, runners, they do. They do. If you use Wonder stomach. Boy for uh, a bat, exactly. <laughs> I was more of a Savoy Special guy, but that, mm. but yeah, that that mystical baseball movie hits me better than I get it. You and your dad don't get along. We're gonna plow the corn under. <laughs> What yeah. are we doing here? No. I, again, I'm in with you, Mace. A,
4: a, again, I, I mean, I. you have to suspend your disbelief at some point and say, all right, I'm going to buy into the old Archie Moonlight Graham. <laughs> I mean, come on. James Earl
1: Jones... I like James Earl Jones. Baseball. Frank Wally is Moonlight Graham, right? No, no. Uh, Yeah. You got them both. They're both. Yeah, yeah, because the young. Frank Wally does not strike me as a major league caliber baseball. (laughs) Again,
4: again, suspend your disbelief, dude. (laughs) I'm
1: trying. Trav,
0: so with you on
4: this.
1: What's your favorite And it's okay okay to like
4: both of them
0: Bull Durham. Bull Durham. Yeah. Uh, but I, th- for whatever reason, The Natural worked for me, and Bull yeah. Durham, uh, and uh, Field of Dreams did not. Yeah, me you too. have no heart. I saw it yesterday. By the way, A- Emily, you'd be proud of me. I cry at movies. I, I cry I, I, I'll admit to crying at almost saying I cried at the movie Up. Oh, That's sure. how sad well, I am. Oh, yeah, a lot of people. When the his scene, wife died oh, the in, the scene beginning. Scene in the beginning. It's terribly I think sad. You're, Trav, it's I a don't, cartoon. I don't think and you're, I cried at a
2: cartoon. A, I don't
1: think you have a heart if you don't cry at the beginning. <laughs> he cried all. in oh.
2: old school when Blue okay. passed away. I did. It's you're a
1: story about it's. it's <laughs> this man loses his wife that he's loved for 80 years. That's sad. And it's I, this little Oh, I mean, it's very sad. I cried at the end
0: of League of Their Own. Which you guys know Mason's in that movie, yeah, I Angry did. Fan I number did three. But at that. the end, when she sees her sister movie. at the Hall of Fame thing, mm-hmm. and she sees her from across the room, and they, have, you know, they've been estranged, yep. and they connect. I, and or on the other time when Lori Petty is saying to Gina Davis, like Gina Davis says, "When am I going to see you?" And she goes, "You want to see me?" she goes, yeah, how many sisters do you think I have?
1: Yeah.
0: And I just lost it. Yeah. Know, but
4: Field of Dreams, I-, I, I Oh, I
1: just, my God, I sobbed half, with you.
4: Half an hour into it, I went, this is the
0: what dumbest
1: you,
4: premise ever. <laughs> you. you had a great relationship with your father. Yeah. You, I'm assuming, had a great so relationship. May, you, you may I be onto something here. I had a terrible relationship mm. with my father. And the idea of my father saying, do you want to have a catch- was actually okay, that really, really powerful work. to Trav, me. Would you like you to and, play catch? Right. If
0: you and I are going to go out, if yeah. we're at a
4: barbecue
0: and we're going to go and I, we see uh, two gloves and a ball over That's there. play catch. Yeah. We don't
4: have a catch. No, who wrote this? I, again, I think it has to do with
1: I, again. Your, your, di- my. I had a really difficult relationship you might be with my dad here because that, that I have. My dad is my favorite person in the whole world. Yeah, I, I, right. I my dad was the, the, the world biggest world. pain in the ass in
4: life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really was, Just but has nonstop. provided
4: us with endless oh, radio long brain oh. stories, long, great stories, and
0: like I never get tired of yeah. them ever. They're all great. <laughs>
4: he, he was such a goofball. Yeah, you got Okay, pain uh, in the ass. Makes you,
0: you, gets mad at me because I make him tell the story all the time. But you got to tell
4: the Daryl Strawberry story real quick. <sighs> okay, so my dad, as a grown-up <laughs> human being, uh, goes to ballparks and was in Pittsburgh and was a huge fan of the Mets and was down at the railing trying to get autographs. So picture all these little kids, little like kid. 10, 12 years old. This point? My dad's like you know, sixty. Yeah, yeah, okay. 50, 60 something like that. And so he's down there trying to get autographs from the Mets. and he's got Climbing ball, over the he's kids. Got a, he's got a pan, He's getting in the way. And uh, so my dad looks down the, the uh, line and says, uh, Straw! Hey, Straw! <laughs> he's trying to get Daryl Strawberry's <laughs> attention. Straw! <laughs> Daryl Strawberry finally <laughs> walks over to my dad like I'm ready to sign. And my dad says to him, Send Gooden over here. I don't have his autograph.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And without shame. Yeah. You know, awesome. Uh Just there. All (laughs) right. That's amazing. I want you guys to help me figure out something. (laughs) Because there has to be something I'm not seeing here. Mm. I just looked at the injury reports for all the NBA teams. And because, you know, Phoenix is, is resting everybody. everybody. But they can't move up or can't move down. Um, if you look at the Sacramento Kings injury report, the Sacramento Kings are hosting the Warriors tonight. Mm-hmm. And this game has meaning to Laker fans because
4: if... Golden State loses. Yeah, that Lakers opens the door for six. the Lakers to
0: get 6-0 to, to be in the playing tournament. Yep. It appears that Sacramento is positioning itself to rest everybody tonight. Okay, uh, De'Aaron Fox is on the injury report. DeMontis who had a triple-double two nights ago, has some mystery injury. Keegan mm-hmm. Murray, who will be first-team all-rookie. Uh, the only guy that's not on there is Harrison Barts because he plays in every game. He's played right. in 80. I think he wants to play in 82. Um, why would you, if you are Sacramento, and again, they haven't done this yet. They just seem to be positioning themselves to do it. Why would you choose to play the Warriors number 1? They could play the Warriors or the Lakers. Number 2, they can still catch Memphis. They're and Mem- two behind Memphis right now. Right. Memphis plays in go. Milwaukee tonight. Okay. You know, that's a- Do they hold the tiebreaker over? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I know it's a long shot, but why would you sit your guys if you're Sacramento?
1: Well, basically you're asking, would you rather play Sacramento would you rather play the Warriors or the Lakers? Right. And right. they're and choosing I, they, the Warriors. Right. Yeah. I would rather play the Warriors also. Why? I, would no, the play, the I, I would not want to play the Lakers. I'd right rather okay, play the Lakers.
4: I would matter? not want to play the Lakers right now. Okay, does this matter?
1: They
0: they've they played the Lakers four times this year. Sacramento won three yeah. of the four. They've played the Warriors three times and they're one and two. Okay, so
4: we look this up. They haven't played since all, November. Correct. All yeah. 3 of the games so yeah. far against Sacramento were pre-trade deadline. So not this team not this at Laker all. Team. Not this group. And okay.
2: this and this team Post trade deadline is what were we saying, 16 and 8.
1: 16 and 8 since they traded Russ. You
2: got one team that is playing as good as basketball as anybody in the league. Yep. And whether, it, listen, you're going to pick your poison anyways. I don't think you're, I don't think if you're the Kings, you're feeling comfortable either way. Right. But Lakers are 16 and 8 since the trade deadline. That's with Braun missing 13, AD missing back to backs. Um, I want to say D'Angelo maybe missed nine, something along those lines. I would personally, John, I would still play tonight if I'm the Kings. I would too, um, but even if you play, if you're the Kings, even if you play your guys tonight, you can still sit everybody in the final game and for the final week. If Memphis locked up right. whatever it was, I'd still play them. Do you okay. think this
1: is an active decision? Give us the Warriors. We don't want the Lakers. Is that all this? I is? I think
0: if they sit those two, the two guys I'm I'm concerned about are De'Aaron Fox and DeMonte so, Sabonis. They're yep. two All Stars. Yep. If they sit, they're both healthy. If they sit, both of them tonight, I think they are actively picking the Warriors. I don't think there's any other way to explain it. I would do the same. Yeah, I would pick All right, how the about Warriors. this one? Make sense of this one for me. If Dallas loses tonight... This is just a total take. Unbelievable. They are eliminated They're from the playoffs. Mathematically Honestly, they just, this is
4: embarrassing. They
0: just announced Kyrie Irving, Tim Hardaway, Josh Green, Maxi Kleba, Christian Wood... All they're a out. half
4: game out of the plan and they're throwing in the towel like they don't even want to okay, be Okay, how in is the that playoffs?
0: possible? You know, how was, is that possible? Okay, so here's here's a possible explanation for it, but even this doesn't make a ton of sense to me. They own—
2: Oh, this is the top 10?
0: Yeah. is They're tied with the Bulls for the 10th best lottery odds, and they owe the New York Knicks a top 10 protected pick as final payment. For, so if they're 10, they don't have to get the pickup. Or Kyrie. 11. If, yeah. if
1: 11, it goes to the Knicks. If it's so in by the top winning, 10, it doesn't. But wait a minute.
4: Why right? do you not want to be have a... Sh- top 10 protected means it's in why the top
2: did you, 10, it Why go, would right? you trade for Kyrie Irving and then, and then, and then allow of, this to be the difference of you I, I, making it or not making it into I, the playoffs? Here, here,
1: here's why, I think, if I'm trying to put these puzzle right. pieces together. They realize they're not going anywhere, that one extra play in tournament game is whatever it is, right? We're, we're not, we are not a threat to make a run in the playoffs. So, therefore, let pick. That, is, that we get in the top 10, that we can keep, that we don't have to send to New York, is more valuable than playing one play-in game against the Timberwolves OKC or or So essentially
4: you're saying, and this makes sense now, they're tanking for the 11th pick. For in the, the 10th
1: pick, because the 11th pick would go to
4: the
2: Knicks, right? Right.
1: Yeah. They're, they're, they're they, top 10 protected. They need to be in the top 10 oh, to it, keep got it, got their got pick.
2: Still disagree with
1: it. Yeah, I did for one that. extra. Yeah. Wait thing. What
2: about what about Herm
0: Edwards? You played to win the game. <laughs> I get it.
2: Yeah. I, hey, what did you say two days ago? You said, "Remember, I was like, hey, I, I'd like to see Luca and Kyrie in I, the playing." And you said, "Al, I, that's, dangerous. I, that's dangerous. It is They dangerous. can win a game win or do game. anything." They're I think Luca to
1: win the NBA. Yeah, but I
2: think Luca and Kyrie could make
0: some noise. I don't. They think. They haven't. Yeah, but they I. They I, haven't, <laughs> and I don't think they will. And it's not like no, no. But I think they could win. I think they could win
1: the play-in tournament. Maybe. I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with that, but the, the what the Mavericks have put out there does not work. The Kyrie-Luca-Mavericks experiment does not according, work. According to Mark Cuban, he's going to be, bring it yeah, back, I, run I, it I, back. I, I, yeah.
4: De- defensive stops are at a premium right now, and, and honestly, they don't get them. I, is there a, any part of you guys,
0: I almost think that if you start doing this, if you start messing with the basketball gods by losing on purpose, tanking games, I, that it's going to come back to bite you. Although in the back. case of Sacramento...
4: Let's rest our guys before the playoffs. Okay. I, I don't think that's necessarily tempting the guts. We're we're assuming. Well, what that means is they want Golden State. No, maybe it's just like we want Sabonis and Fox to have a little sure, bit sure. more. Time. We're gonna have. Nine
2: well, you know they games. get a week. Yeah, yeah. but let's let's they don't take play advantage them in the of the final game. The too. same way
4: yeah. the same way Phoenix. Let's let's give KD and Aiton and. Chris Paul and and those guys a night off, Devin Booker.
2: Because what, what Phoenix could do if they played everybody, they could really hurt the Lakers, right? If they be if they were to beat the Lakers at crypto and Pelicans, I think, have the same record. Yeah. Minnesota they, has the tiebreaker. They could hurt the Lakers by saying we're not playing anybody's a big advantage. Big advantage for the Late Show.
1: I got one more quick one before I duck out, John. I'm hitting you with this because you're the other golf person in the room right yeah. now. Sam Bennett is an amateur,
2: right? I was, I was, I was
0: telling Mace this story yesterday. He,
1: it's a wonderful story. He lost his dad recently. How's he, how's he doing gym. today? He is tied for third place. Yeah, it's third place. He's eight under. And he's par. in. He's in at he's 68. Done. He's done for the day. Wow. He's eight under. He's in the mix. He's going to be in one of the final groups heading out on Saturday. As an amateur, yeah, probably ever playing, playing won the Masters? not in a million. I don't think I'm. Ma- I do not think an amateur has yeah. ever won a major, right? What, what does he shoot tomorrow? When when all of a sudden it's hey, Pressure you're in the starts final kicking group. in. He's gonna be playing with Morikawa or Rahm or one of these guys My one guess of the is, best players Trav, in the world.
0: I I know you can't see it. I, it's right, okay. Is that a right golf now, bag rolling? Yeah, golf right bag. now, the the weather looks like it is about to just Dumb. explode. <laughs> yeah. So he may not have to play tomorrow. Okay. But when um, they get back out there. Yeah. Uh and and I would guess seventy five. Yeah. I don't think he'll shoot eighty. But I seventy five probably.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's such a great story. I'm rooting for him. But that's we've seen this a hundred times where the guy like who, who is this guy? you start looking up, and then boom, yep. it's a million and one, and he's he's not even on TV. If he were to day. win it, oh my God! If an
0: amateur to win th- would win a major, what is the what is the equivalent of that? A rookie winning MVP in yeah, the NBA
1: or
2: Magic like and. Yeah. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. But
1: it's an, it, that's not even because at least it is a rookie but even in the more. NBA, I think it's you're even a pro, pro. right? Yeah, you're a pro. This guy and the is weird, everyone pro. knew many. The weirdest thing <laughs> yeah. is yeah.
0: I think I'll have to look it up. Somebody'll look it up and tweet it to me. I think you get over two million dollars from winning the Masters. Oh, if yeah, he sure. were to win he gets zero.
1: Yeah.
4: Oh, is that right? Yeah. Can he just say, "All right"? right, I'm, I'm Or a, could he forfeit his amateur
1: now? status, like on the 18th green after it's over?
4: I'm a pro. <laughs> yeah.
1: and then then can you tap you, it in. Give me the check. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah.
0: Can you do it mid tournament? I don't know. like that. I don't I think don't you know. can. I think you have to I either declare because the way he got in is, as is an amateur. That, is he's an, an amateur. He should declare right now because he's going to be in the money. Uh,
1: guys, got an announcement to make. I'm a pro and write my name on that check. Keep getting them checks. That's absolutely Supercross Talks powered by In and Out Burger. That's what a hamburger's all about. Enjoy the weekend. See you tomorrow.